His feet crunched on the stony ground, popping seed pods and the first of the brittle fall leaves as he walked around the vehicle and opened the trunk. He caught hold of the corpse under its ankles and heaved it out towards the opening. He allowed the feet to drop to the ground, then got a good hold under its armpits, dropped his own weight, and pulled the torso over his shoulder like a slaughterman carrying a quarter of beef. The cadaver was heavy. The dead man had been two hundred and thirty pounds in life. Still was. The body was fat and gelatinous. Rigor mortis had subsided, and the form was cumbersome. But the man was six-four and two hundred and fifty pounds of muscle and bone, and he easily lifted the corpse out and around the vehicle and to the open driver's door. He dropped the body as well as he could into the seat. It was a big vehicle, a Chevy Tahoe. The body slid a little on the leather seat, but the man heaved it back up and got the seatbelt around and buckled up. It was difficult using the gloves, but they were necessary. He had worn them the whole time he drove the big SUV up the mountain road, and he had worn them whilst he had pinched the man's nose shut, clamped the other over his mouth, and straddled him, holding him still with his 250 pounds of muscle, until the man beneath him ceased struggling and accepted death. He switched on the vehicle's ignition, and the V-8 rumbled into life. The man reached in through the window, past the cadaver's shoulder, and he picked up the length of stick he had earlier trimmed and tested as he had waited for darkness to fall. It was similar in dimension to a walking cane. He used it to press down on the footbrake, and then with his right hand he shifted the automatic selector into drive. He took the stick off the footbrake, and the vehicle eased forward so slowly that he did not even have to move. Possible creep the manufacturers called it, and it enabled perfect hill starts. The V8 growled, and the big Chevy shot forward, throwing up debris with all four wheels. The man twisted away, keeping a firm grip on the stick, and the SUV immediately started to slow, but not enough before it reached the edge of the precipice and disappeared from view. A full two seconds later, there was an almighty crash of two tons of metal, impacting on the asphalt like cannon fire a tearing, screeching sound, and silence once more, before a second shattering impact on the meandering section of road further below. The man could hear a faint whoosh, and almost immediately the night gave way to a warm yellow glow. He stood at the edge and watched. The flames grew and licked gently at the night sky. They didn't rush, simply enveloped the vehicle, and teased at the gas tank, heating the metal, and waiting patiently for the tank to split, and released the rest of the gasoline. He took off the gloves and tucked them inside his coat.